from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, Red Cross has Ipswich City Council over a barrel following discovery of a 75-year lease. Chris Gratton Shed secures a favourable decision to keep operating in Maloon for a limited time. And what is a waste and circular economy? And what does it mean for Ipswich? Keep listening for these stories and more. It's Friday, March 19, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Waste and odours dominated discussion at this month's Ipswich City Council Growth, Infrastructure and Waste Committee meeting. So what is happening? Council has implemented a Waste and Circular Economy Transformation Directive. Not a sexy title, and it means little to most residents, but it does have high ideals in that it allows Council to prioritise protection of the health and well-being of the community, among other things. Council has its hands tied on many aspects of managing waste, so this directive is basically Council bringing its available might, as much as possible, to lobby government and industry for positive change. A senior council officer has been appointed to lead this drive for improvement in waste management. Brett Davey told the committee this month there's been more change by the waste industry in the last two years than the previous 18. So there's got to be both better technology and behaviour change from the industry, but also from, from us in that we're the ones who are putting things in bins that end up in holes or, you know, in um, composters. And so we need to, as a community, take more responsibility for what's going in the bins. I'm not saying that the industry have done the right thing here, um, and I'm not trying to defend them, but there is a holistic picture that we need to consider. And I know it's been 20 years in the making, but, you know, I think the last year has prompted, or the last two years has prompted more change for the industry than the previous 18. So I'm hopeful that the future is a bit brighter than it has been, but... It's early days in my uh, engagement with the state and with the, the industry on this issue. So what of the future of waste? I've got to meet with the regulators, um, so both the DES regulators and um, the waste levy regulators to talk to them about this issue. Um, there is no doubt that um, if we are to look at the waste future of reducing the amount of stuff that goes in the red bin, then that's going to result in an increase of stuff that's going to go into green bins, um, which then results in a change. So, you, you know, we don't necessarily want green waste in landfill, so what do we do with it? And this, this is a massive problem uh, for all councils and for us as a community to try and resolve because one of the uses of this material is... Um, to be used in mulches and composts and, you know, the potty mix you walk in and buy from Bunnings ultimately comes from a composter. Brett Davey detailed current actions. And I think there is a, a very big shift in the industry overall from what I can gather so far. The last 12 months has been very eye-opening for the industry. Um, the, the impacts of China soared and the overall 
um, change that we all need to embrace mm -hmm. in waste and what we're producing. You know, 90% of the stuff that goes in the hulls is stuff that can be reused. They're materials of value. Um, so we all need to, as, as individuals and as a community, do things a lot differently. There's a lot of words in this directive, and the document may help explain what a circular economy means. There's an updated version on Council's website detailing the high-level strategy on waste principles. So make a cuppa and take time to read it. It may offer some hope in the future of how to resolve odours and Ipswich's reputation as the dumping ground for waste. A 75-year lease by Red Cross over office space in the Humanities Building has been uncovered in paperwork during the sale process of council buildings to Westmorton Health. The lease was signed in 1978. A clause allows for an early termination, but only by Red Cross. Because of the sale of council buildings to Westmorton Health is under vacant possession, a new office for Red Cross must be found. Initially, an office was selected in the City Plaza building at number 2 Bell Street. However, this has now changed again to an office located on level 2 of 143 Brisbane Street. Red Cross has agreed to this second change and Council considers it favourable with a term reduced to 10 years rather than the original remaining term of 32 years. Chris Gratton Sheds has been operating from a Walloon property since the late 1970s and should have obtained approvals under the previous Morton Shire planning scheme, but didn't. Council issued a show cause notice in March 2019 for alleged non-compliance following complaints. A development application was subsequently received in May 2020 from the company. This month, a development application recommendation was approved by the Growth, Infrastructure and Waste Committee and this recommendation now goes to Council on March 25th for endorsement. It's for a material change of use, more specifically general industry, shed kit storage with ancillary office and including welding of metal brackets for off-site shed construction. The applicant sought approval for the development as interim use for a period of five years after which operations must cease. Strict and specific conditions unique to the site have been imposed. A total of 21 public submissions were made. Ipswich residents can receive a sneak peek of what Anywhere Festival has in store for the city, with Council's latest quarterly guide hitting mailboxes this week. The Autumn Guide 2021 publication is being delivered from the 15th of March, and it showcases what's happening in Ipswich over the coming months. It includes a snapshot of Anywhere Festival which will run from May 6 to 23 and give audiences a chance to discover performances anywhere but traditional theatre spaces. A joint operation between Ipswich City Council and the Queensland Police Service to address illegal and anti-social behaviour in White Rock Spring Mountain Conservation Estate has been hailed a success. Council's compliance and environmental officers join with officers from the Mounted Police and Springfield Police Station for Operation Wildflower. The operation took place on February 20 and 21 in response to community concerns about illegal trail bike riders impacting the safety of visitors and wildlife in the estate, as well as causing environmental damage. Ipswich Mayor Theresa Harding has joined fellow South East Queensland mayors in the nation's capital to share the city's growth story and promote investment in key infrastructure. Mayor Harding met with members of the government and opposition on priorities for Ipswich and discussed both the SEQ city deal and the 2032 Olympic proposal as part of the Council of Mayors Canberra delegation. 
The Mayor said the trip was an ideal opportunity to commence engagement with both senior Coalition and Labor MPs ahead of the anticipated federal election likely to be held in 2021 or 2022. And University of Southern Queensland students weathered the COVID-19 storm better than most, according to a national survey just released. The university's commitment to student success has been recognised by the federal government's Quality Indicators for Learning and Teachers, with the university's results shining through. According to the Quilt 2020 Student Experience Survey, students at the University of Southern Queensland were able to continue to engage productively with their studies and their university despite tumultuous times. The University of Southern Queensland reports it recorded increases in teaching quality and student support rankings during COVID-19, bucking a national trend. Just a reminder, you'll find handy links in the show notes for items highlighted in this episode, along with links to council meeting agendas and minutes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button at the bottom of the page. You can follow this podcast on your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.